welcome to another episode of This Black Love. And I am your host, Jade Marie, aka Jessica. And guess what? It is finally, finally, finally Friday. And man, am I glad that today's Friday. I tell you, trying to get used to this new work schedule has been a hassle. But I'm making it through and I'm pushing my way forward, okay? (laughs) But I want to say welcome to another episode of This Black Love. I want to first start off by saying thank you so much to each and every listener who listened to last week's episode. I told you guys I'm getting back in the groove of things. I'm coming back stronger than I was before. So boom, I done hit you with another boom, boom, okay? Hit you with another episode of This Black Love. Again, I want to thank everyone who listened to last week's episode. Um, Let me know what y'all want to, I mean, let me know what y'all think. You know, I'm not shy of criticism or anything like that, constructive criticism, not hating criticism. Okay, let me take a sip of water on that. Mm. But no, on a serious tip, no, I really do love feedback, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, whether it was okay, whatever, you know, you don't want to hear this, you want to hear that, whatever the case may be. Just let me know. I'm here for it. I'm here for it all. You know, got to find ways to improve my craft. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to stay stagnant or in the same spot or whatever the case may be. I want to, you know, grow and I want you guys to grow with me. So hello to all the ones who know who I am, who know who I be, who know what I do. And welcome to all the new people who want to know who I am, what I do, what I talk about, how I do it. (laughs) Okay, I'm on one right now. Don't mind. Not on one as in on some. Anywho, but, okay, um, just want to get some preliminaries out of the way. You can always listen to any one of my episodes on the Spotify app from where I record, or you can type in anywhere you listen to your uh, podcast, type in This Black Love, you will see a purple background with like a brownish heart. It may be greenish, brownish, olive color. I'm not sure. I don't know if I want to change it or not change my logo. I love it. But you know, sometimes you want to refresh and juice things up as they say. But whatever. Anyway, that's another story. But um, (laughs) I drop an episode each and every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're in Central Time, that'll be 1 p.m. And if you're over there on the West Side, what they say is the best side, that's like 11 a.m. your time. And then the time zone before that, I believe that's mountain time. That's like 12 p.m. y'all time. So in the West, it's 11. And mountain time is 12. Central time is 1. And on Eastern time is 2. Ah! I'm sorry. Y'all don't know how pumped I am to really know the time zones when my episodes drop and what part of the world you live in you feel me now if you always like six hours like look here subtract do some do do some subtraction okay okay (laughs) for me for me but anywho thank you guys for tuning into another week with me um 
I'm going to try not to be before you long or have a long spiel about things. But um, y'all know how it is. Every time I say that, I be almost an hour talking, 45 minutes to an hour. But I'm going to try to keep it (laughs) under wraps. I'm laughing because I know some of my listeners personally. And I know they think I like, "Mm -hmm, whatever, you already know. So (laughs) that's why it's that's why it's funny to me but I'm I'm gonna get it together I'm gonna get it together but um on this week's episode I (laughs) I am freestyling (laughs) like I did last week okay and um it just because I'm like what do I want to talk about what do I want to talk about and today I want to talk about something that recently happened to me so as you guys know yeah I'm jumping right into it um as you guys know I'm very transparent I don't hide anything from my listeners I want you to know the real me let you know this is how I am not saying that's how you should be but this is how I am so I want to walk you through this point of my life where I am so I'm gonna take you all the way back to 2006 yes I said it Two thousand six, two zero zero six. Okay, back when I was about nineteen years old. So you know I'm telling my age. I'm thirty six. Don't hate it. Okay. Dang, that was hooch. Anywho, we ain't gonna go there today. We ain't gonna talk about my age. But I'm proud to be thirty six. Thank you very much. Okay, I have no shame in my game. I don't look twenty six. So that's also a plus but I love my age so for my new listeners you will get to know that about me you know that I love my age and I'm not ashamed to say that I'm 36 okay all right let me get to the story because I don't want to be on here long okay and I'm already six minutes in wow okay so six minutes of talking about nothing but anywho back to the story taking you all the way back to 2006 I met this guy now mind you I just freshly had a baby and I'm getting back into the working field <clears throat> it's been you know six weeks after I had my son and or, you know they cleared me to go back to work and I started going back to work and you know I'm doing my job doing what I normally do and I was in school at the time you know wanted to be a medical assistant following behind everybody else like yeah I'm about to do this I'm about to do that I'm about to do, uh, 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 I'm about to do this not realizing that wasn't my true calling so but that's another whole story I'm at work and (laughs) um I worked at a shoe store um for some people who don't know um what shoe city is it's like a it's a shoe store that sells apparel and shoes and you know other little knickknacks like purses and shoestrings and hats and things like that socks and things like that and on the east coast in Maryland shoe city was is really big like your city my city shoe city like they had a whole commercial that's how serious it was so um I was working at shoe city and you know I was a cashier because okay we're gonna um, deviate from the story uh, when I first was working my very first time working at Shoe City um, before I had my son I was you know getting shoes I, I wouldn't I didn't work the register and I was getting shoes for people or whatever and some people somebody stole a pair of Nike boots from me and they took me off the floor and put me on a cash register so that's why I was a cashier but anywho back to the story <laughs> yeah those was like $150 boots and they had to come out of my paycheck so I was like heated okay heated but they put me on a cash register and we ain't had no problems since you heard me my drawer always came up 
okay anyway back to the story so one day I was on my lunch break or whatever or I was I was doing something I think I was um looking for a shoe or something like that I don't know I was doing something in the back where I had to leave the front and go in the back and it was this guy that worked there we're going to change his name because you never know who knows who or who listens to me and knows who I'm talking about or whatever the case may be so we're going to call him Sam we're going to call him Sam if I forget the name, y'all please forgive me. I'll probably change his name by the time I end, by the time by the time the end of this story, his name probably not gonna be same. It's probably gonna be something else. So, anywho, <clears throat> I came back there for something and he was like, What you doing back here? This is my area. This is my area. Like real cocky, like, and I'm just like, uh, I'm coming back here to do what I have to do. I ain't worried about you. You know, me, my my business, like, who is you? Like, I don't care if you the manager back there, like you don't own the store. You don't own that area back there. So I'ma come back there. I don't know who he was. Man, back when I was younger, I would pop off on anybody, and it didn't. I didn't care. It didn't matter. You getting it? Grandma could get the business. Uncle could get the bit. Somebody was gonna get the business, and he was gonna get it that day. So I'm like, I'm back here doing what I need to do. Like I'm out of my business, and that led on to us being what I'm going to go into so after that meeting it was just like I don't know something click I don't know something happened and he was just on me like not on me like pressing me but on me like who is you and where you come from and this that and the third and da 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 like asking me questions like who I am and mind you I had already known some people that worked at that shoe store because we came from another, we knew each other at another store and we just transferred to the store we were at. And and I was like, these are my people, that's why I'm back here. That's why I know, that's why I'm back here talking to them because I know them. And like after like, you know, time passed, like a few weeks or whatever the case may be, he just kept like coming around. Like he would come out the back and like come up to the cash register where I am trying to figure out who I am. And, like, I would never forget the day um, that he asked. He was like, we going to the movies. Pick a movies. We're going. I'm like, dude, I don't know you. How are we going to go to the movies? And you going to tell me we going to the movies. And I don't know you like that. Like, Sam was real <clears throat> bold. And I guess that's what I was intrigued about him. Because he had an air about him that just, like, attracted me to him. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, um controlling it was more like he was assertive and he went after what he wanted and I was just like oh okay (laughs) now after like a few attempts of me you know playing hard to get and all this other stuff um I eventually went to the movies we went to the movies and um he paid for everything and like um, after the movies, you know, I dropped him off. Now, he ain't had no car, but I did. And um, I dropped him off. And we, like, literally sat in a car all night <clears throat> until the sky turned blue, started to turn light blue, just talking. Not not kissing, not doing none of that. Just regular, regular, schmuggler talking about everything. Like, I told him I had a son. He told me he had a daughter. And, you know, I was telling him I'm single. And I was telling him what, you know, what happened with my last relationship and everything now mind you no matter what I do no matter who I'm with or who I'm talking to like 
My thing is, I'm always going to be an open book. I'm going to always let you know what it is and what it ain't. I don't got time to be playing games with people, with their emotions and things like that. So I always tell what it is. Like, this is the place I'm in. And I feel like that doesn't always work to my advantage because people are manipulative and people will take advantage of you and play on your vulnerability because you overshare some information. So we're going to fast forward because I don't want to take you through the the whole ins and out of our situationship. Um, I would come see him and he would come see me and I will never forget the day that I let him watch my son for a whole day while I was at work and um, he met my mom. Everybody liked Sam and he was really cool. My son gravitated to him. I met his mom and like we was like white on rights. He left first and then I left. I'm talking about the job now. He left the job first and then I left after him. And, you know, we was doing our thing. He moved in and, you know, we was together, you know, and um, little bumps in the road here and there. Like um, I would find stuff in his phone that was very inappropriate like him having sex with other girls in his phone and then I realized that he was talking to other girls and when I would confront him about it he would tell me no 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 like Sam was a really good liar and then it was to the point where when we was together like I would cry all the time because he was out doing whatever with whoever and like he had like he's a female magnet I always tease him and um mess with him like you know you (laughs) like you got a lot of female friends and I think that you talk to some of the female friends and like over the course of 2006 to like I want to say 2008 2009 like before he had his other children like we were on and off and he would be hanging with this female and he would be posting her that they together when he with their kids I mean not their kids her kids and everything it was always a different woman and I was like what's wrong with me I used to always have really bad self-esteem and I held on to him so tight because I was like ain't nobody else gonna want me out here ain't nobody else gonna want me with one kid and you know I still live with my mom and at this time what uh six seven eight I was like what my uh 22 23 I was like in my early 20s and I was like nobody gonna want me ain't nobody gonna want to be with me like you know I don't look like everybody else like this was the stuff that was going through my head and I was like saying to myself like <clears throat> he loved me he tell me he loved me like like why would I meet his whole family like I knew all his brothers I he had no sisters I knew his mother I used to be over his mother house and his brother's house and everything like that like I was always with him he was always with me like we was always doing something me if it wasn't me him and my son it was me him my son and his daughter at the time I mean well not at the time but and his daughter and we was always doing something we was always going somewhere we was always out and about you know what I'm saying and like I was just like smitten I was just like he wouldn't he don't he wouldn't really love me if he didn't keep me around this long like after all these females he kept me around and then um it it wasn't until I met my daughter's father that I was just like done and then um we me and my daughter's father had fallen out and um that's when I found he like came around and then he um I found out 
that he had another child on Facebook. And I was just like, what? Not with the girl that you would talk bad about to me and, and telling me that y'all just friends or whatever the case may be, but you got a whole daughter with her. Like, Sam was really grimy. When I tell you he was really grimy, like, he would tell me, like, no, 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 I don't like her like that. She ain't my type. This ain't a third. I don't mess with her. I don't mess with her. But had a baby by her. And, like, when I tell you I went through the ringer, and then, like, after that, that was the last straw. Then I moved on with my life, and... I had my daughter, and then he came back in the picture. Like, I had my daughter, then I moved out of my mom's house finally. And, um, because I had put him out when he was, when I was living with my mother, and he was with, living with me, I had put him out because he was cheating once again. And I was like, tell your little girlfriend to come pick up your stuff. Or I told her, I said, since you want to be out doing this, doing that, you got until this day to come get your stuff, or it's going to be in a dumpster. Period. And um, he did it, and, you know, his little girlfriend took him to go get his stuff, and then that was it. We ain't talk no more, none of that stuff. So I guess after their falling out or whatever, he reached back out to me, and we, of course, you know, got back in touch with each other, played a little tit-for-tat, whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, it was like that. It started doing, it started getting like that, um, like, after I had my daughter. Like, even before I had my daughter, like, we'll talk for, like, a few months, and then I would get upset with him, because I know he's talking to other girls or whatever, and then I'll stop talking to him, and then he would uh, wait, like, a month, two months, two and a half months, and then get in contact with me again, and then we'd be right back to messing with each other. So, I don't, I don't ever call him a relationship, because we were never in a relationship. We was in a situation because... He was benefiting off of me at the time. In the beginning, he was benefiting off me because he wasn't stable, really. I was living with my mom, so he stayed with us. Like, I had a car. He would drive my car. He would take me to work, pick me up, things like that. So that's why I say he benefited off of me until he got himself together, until we, like, really stopped dealing with each other. And then um, when I finally moved out on my own or whatever, we didn't talk. And then all of a sudden, he reached out to me. And I told him, you know, yeah, I moved out. Like, I could talk to him about anything. That was one thing that I really liked about our friendship is that we could or situationship is that I could talk to him about anything with no judgment or nothing and you know that's how it was so you know found out he really moved up the street from me and like things just was really toxic-turvy it was really like up and down up and down and um I would stay away but he would still persist and then some days I would give in some days I wouldn't like one day like when he was living up the street from me he knocked on my door and I did not answer like sir you're not going to be using me and I told and I would tell him I would tell Sam this all the time I'm not going to be in your back pocket you're not going to pull me out when you feel like it and then put me back in that back pocket when you feel like you don't need me right now until you talk to whoever so Years go by, you know, I'm living my life, he's living his life. He had two more kids after he had uh, his daughter when I was with him or going through situations with him. He had two more kids and I just had my daughter. And, uh, well, not just had her, but I, that was the only other child that I had was my son and my daughter and he had two other kids. So um, then like we had stopped talking for a minute, like once COVID and everything hit, we didn't talk at all. We didn't communicate or nothing and then once like we were coming out of COVID he had hit me up and was like because he he always wanted me to be 
uh, play for his team. And I was like, all right, cool. He was like, I have an all-female team. He coached a co-ed team. He did an all-men's team. And he coached a, um, a women's team. So I was like, all right, I'll join. I always want, I want to do something different. I'm tired of being doing the same thing. Let's try something different. So that's what I did. I played for him during the season. And he tried to reconnect and do all this other stuff. And I was just like, I got a man. Be respectful. And then that relationship didn't work out. And I called him crying and upset because, like I said, we can talk about anything. And then we got really close and, you know, started back sleeping with each other. And then, you know, I just stopped again because I'm just like, like, dude, I already know what the situation is. Like, I already know what it is. You talking to me. And then not to mention he had an engagement post all over Facebook and like hundreds of thousands of people was liking it. And I was just like, why you keep playing me? So I just ended it again. <laughs> so then when like my life started to take a turn for a left, I'm not going to say for the worst, but for the left instead of the right. Um, and I was in my head about moving down here to where, to Georgia, where I'm at now. Um, you know, I told him and everything, and he got real emotional. Well, not emotional, but he finally told me why he did what he did. Which is what I really feel like everyone needs. Everyone needs closure. If you don't get closure, I think that you're doing yourself a, disser- a disservice. Even if it's a situationship or you're in a relationship, I really, really, really believe you deserve closure. But I know, and I know and understand that a lot of people are not at that maturity level for closure or ready to say what the real reason was that they're not together. So um, after all these many years, since 2006 up until 2020. I mean, 2022, like it took him all this time to tell me, you know, his story, like what happened to him and why he do women the way he do them. And, you know, he thought he was a man, honey, grand, you know, you know, he always had a girlfriend. He, this was his life. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like, you know, when men get hurt, instead of dealing with that hurt, they just mask it. And it was like, shoot, I ain't falling in love no more. I'm going to do me. I'm a I'm going to do who I want to do and all this, 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 this and I'm going to be me. Can't nobody tell me nothing. You know what I'm saying? Which is fine for some people. Like, I don't judge nobody. If that's how you cope and you want to deal with your uh, past struggles, that's all on you. That's how you do things. So, um, I appreciate him, you know, letting me know what it was, what it was. And then when I told him I was leaving, he was like, what, for real? And he was like getting a little emotional whatever. And mind you, we weren't having sex or nothing like that. He would just invite me out to eat and I would come out and eat because, you know, I'm going to always eat, you know what I'm saying? And get a little drinking drink and then, you know, go home. That's what I did. <laughs> you know, I didn't go home with him. He didn't come home with me. And that was that. So when I told him I was leaving, he was like, why are you, why are you leaving? Da, 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 da. So, you know, I finally made the transition down here, you know, and um, before we left, we did, before I left, we did, you know, have sex or whatever. Mind blowing. And I felt like it was the last time. I knew it was it. That was it. So after I left or whatever, he kept in touch or whatever. And I knew it was going to fade out or, and I knew that it wasn't going to be, Hold on, y'all need a sip of water. Excuse me. I knew it wasn't going to last or 
whatever this was, I already knew this was the end, basically. So when I came down here and I was going through my struggle and I was going through the things that I was going through and then when it finally hit and I started to deal with my issues and understanding that, you know, things that are out of my control, I just knew that um, we can't keep doing this game because he was like, well, I'm coming to see you. I'm coming to see you. I miss you. I miss you. We need to have sex like we did the last time. That was crazy. That was crazy. We need, I need to feel that again. Da, 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 da. And when he recently messaged me and was like, you know, he missed us or whatever. I was like, I was like, when the last time you, I'm like, you act like you ain't having sex. When the last time you had sex? I was like, I know you didn't have sex. No, I said, I know you had sex with somebody since the last time we had sex. Mind you, that was in January. It's now June, about to be July tomorrow. So um, he was like, yeah, I did. And I was like, I'm not surprised. And he was like, yeah, I did twice. And I was like, mm. and I was like, ew, you probably ain't even use a condom. And he was like, yes, I most definitely did those both times. I was like, mm. And he was like, well, I'm still coming to see you. And then I didn't say anything. And then Sam texted me the next day or whatever. So I was like, I miss you. And I was like, he was like, do you, he was like, no, he was like, he didn't say I miss you. He said, did you miss me yet? And then I was just like, it's time for the long text. And I texted him. And to sum up everything, all I said was, to be honest, no, I don't miss you. And I was like, this is not going to work. Number one, you're all the way in Maryland. I'm all the way in Georgia. You're going to do what you want to do. And I'm not just going to accept anything from anybody. And it's no hard feelings. I still love you. To say that I don't would be a lie. Like, I appreciate you coming in my life when you did. And teaching me what I will and what I accept from people. And this is the end. This is the end. And all he said was, wowzers, okay. If that's in my long paragraph, which which is understandable, it's it's typical of men to be like, okay, all right, okay. But to me, it felt like the end. It felt like the end because when when you really finally get closure and you know that something is really over, it stings. And even with me talking about it now, it still stings because he's all I knew. Well, he's not all that I knew, but he was what I knew from 2006 all the way to 2023. Even though we had those breaks where we didn't talk or he was doing his thing, I was doing my thing. I always knew if I called him, he would answer. Or if he called me, I would answer. Or text me, I would answer. And... I'm to the point where if he reaches out, I won't answer because I don't want to do the back and forth. I don't want to do getting my hopes up or he's changed and he's finally changed because he's now where he wants to be in his life. He's finally where he wants to be. And I applauded Sam and congratulated him and thanked him because I was like, you finally where you wanted to be your whole life. And I'm not where I want to be. And even if I am where I want to be um, in my life, mentally, financially, everything stable, I still wouldn't want to share it with you. And that's where I am. And I said all this to say, 
when it's time to let go, it's time to let go. You can't keep holding on to a situationship or a relationship or even in some sense for a marriage because you don't want to be alone. Sometimes you're going to have to be alone. Sometimes it takes you being alone to understand what you really want out of a relationship and what you're not going to settle for and what you're not going to tolerate. And this is for both men and women. Not just women like, yeah, you know, we need to stand together. Men need to stand together too. Because it's women out here who are using and abusing you. Not in a physical sense, but probably in a mental sense. Like, oh, you'll never find another chick like me who do it like me. Give you that walk, walk 3,000 like me. Ain't nobody. Yes, it is. I promise you. It's somebody who's willing to do what you won't do. Like, so long for the double standards so long to them like I to be honest there is no double standards we choose to have double standards it's nothing wrong with a woman being if she want to be promiscuous let her be promiscuous it's her life she gotta live it if a man want to be promiscuous and sleep with a whole bunch of women y'all applaud him but when a woman do it when a woman does when a woman does it it's degrading or she a hoe when she this well same with you my dude you a hoe you probably don't even know half the what people have when you sleep with them that's why you have to at least have respect for yourself if you out here sleeping around protect yourself so you don't get anything out here people are not going to tell you that they have anything even people you know for three thousand years like i have and they won't tell you. They'll just do what they normally do with you. And then what you, you sitting there like, <laughs> but at least he, they still giving me something though. At least I ain't no, no dry spell. Yeah, you, you about to be in a dry spell. <laughs> when you can't get, when you get something you can't get rid of, boo boo. But I ain't, I ain't mean to go there. But what I'm trying to say is, it's nothing wrong with taking time to heal. It's nothing wrong with letting go of someone who doesn't give you what you need. It's 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 easier said than done because it's really hard. Trust me. Like I said, I've known Sam since 2006 and I, it is 2023. I was 19. He was 29 when I met him. So he was 10 years my senior. Playing these little childish games and doing what he want to do. I'm, I'm not here to judge him. If that's what made him happy. That's what made him happy. But I shouldn't have held on for that long. Because... I don't feel that I'm worthy enough for anyone to love me because I don't look like a certain, I don't look like every female. I don't dress like every female. I love my own style. You know what I'm saying? I don't wear makeup. I I mean, I used to get my nails and my feet done and my eyebrows arched. I mean, that's stuff that I typically do. 
and I'm not financially where I want to be. I'm not stable that I, I like that I would like to be. You know, I don't feel like I would be bringing anything to the table. So what did I? I held on to him because I know that I will be wanted in any capacity, whether it's he only wanted me sexually, whether I felt like he wanted me um, emotionally, or if he even wanted me, you know, physically, like, you know, to be in his company or his presence, you know what I'm saying? To feel wanted by someone, even though I did not want to be with him. Like I told him all the time, I didn't want to be with him. Like, and that's the honest truth. I didn't want to be with him. I just liked feeling wanted by someone, you know, desired, even if it was just sexually, I I just felt desired by him, like how he looked at me and how he always wanted to just have sex. You know, I felt like that's somebody wanting me. But as I'm learning and as I'm growing, I tell y'all, if y'all only knew the, what I'm going through right now and how I'm dealing with it and coping and how I'm learning not to lose my mind like I deserve more I deserve more I am worthy to be loved unconditionally even with no strings attached I'm worthy of a healthy relationship I don't want a a hashtag couple goals I don't want that I don't want that y'all can have that that, that's y'all I'm not knocking you because it's cute and you know it's something to you know aspire to be but that's not what I want I don't want a hashtag I don't want a hashtag relationship if I I don't want to have to prove to someone that I'm with someone by a status or a picture or or updating who I'm dating or whatever the case may be like I always felt like that's what I needed to do to show off like yeah I ain't single I ain't single Um, mm -mm, mm -mm. where this generation wants to share all their business and do everything like that show what their left hand is doing all the time I don't that's not I don't want a social media relationship I'm speaking on me I'm not speaking on nobody else I'm speaking on my healing right now like I'm not even condemning nobody else I'm just really talking to myself for real like even though you're listening to this uh, this this episode today what I'm really doing is talking to myself because I've grown a lot in the past 20 in the past uh 15 16 days I've really grown a whole lot in understanding that when someone when it's time to let go you have to let go you can no longer hold on to dead things because it doesn't bring you life it doesn't bring you succession it keeps you in a place where you just feel stagnant and you can't move so right now I'm letting go of things that do not water the seed that is in me if you're not adding to me or you know showing me how to do things in a different way to better myself I don't need I don't need it I don't need you I I don't need it 
even to myself, if I'm not bringing myself, if I'm not watering myself how I should be watering myself, then I need to check myself because I don't want to be where I was 10 months ago, a year ago, three years ago, 10 years ago. I don't want to be there. I may have been in a happy place or, you know, in a stable place, but I was masking up so much stuff. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be made whole. I don't know about nobody else, but I want to be made whole. I don't want to have a broken heart anymore that I can't trust nobody because of what was done to me in my past. I don't want to have to, you know, be ashamed of feeling rejected or abandoned. You know what I'm saying? And work through my issues and finally be free of what is trying to hold bondage on me. Like, I don't want to be held in bondage. I don't want to just be always in my feelings, depressed and having all these anxiety attacks and things of that nature. I want to be free. I don't want to have any limitations on me. I want my body to stop hurting because of all the things that I'm a shock absorber to, of all, all the things that I'm holding on to, everything that that um, negative impacts me, it hits me, boom, knocks me out, and then I'm sore for the next three weeks. I don't want that anymore. I want to move past all these things and be able to maneuver through life the way I feel that I need to be moving. You feel me? Like, I'm not allowing anybody in my space that is not for me and it's okay that you know you separate from some people it's okay that's why when I sent that text to Sam I knew it was over and I knew I could no longer look back and I won't look back even though our I value our friendship along with the situationship I no longer can feed that friendship any longer because I already know where it's going to lead back to and we're in this and then I'm in this same cycle that I've been in for all these years that we've known each other and I'm just keep going around and around and around I don't want to do that so today I'm just purging because I no longer want to be in that cycle. I no longer want to give energy and light to something that is not giving me energy and light. So I'm cutting the cord. Is it pretty? No. Does it hurt? Like hell. But will I make it? Most definitely most definitely and like I stated some people are so afraid to be alone I've literally been alone my whole life meaning I mean like in a relationship wise like I don't if you like if you know my story you know I tell people all the time I've never been in a real relationship out of my 36 years of living I've only been in one real relationship and that only lasted um five months four and a half months four and a half months that was it so like when I tell you like I know where I am and I know 
know what it's like to like when I tell people like yeah I go on dates by myself I take myself out I take myself out to eat I'll take myself out to the movies um if I want to go for a walk or if I want to you know especially when I was back in Maryland and you know I wanted to go different places or if I wanted to take my kids with me and we me and my kids are on a date I would do that but other than that like I mean, I'll go here, like, if, like, if I was dating and, you know, people ask me out, like, depending on how I feel, you know, the energy or the vibe that I pick up, I'll go out or I probably won't. And it's nothing against nobody else. It's just what I'm willing to accept in my circle. And I feel that everyone should have a standard, whether it's small, whether it's large, whether it's materialistic standard, if that's what your standard is, then baby, stick by it. But me, I'm simple. All I require is loyalty because I'm loyal to a fault. I will be loyal to you till I can't be, till the last breath of me, until you cross me, until you do me wrong. Once you do me wrong and you show me your tail to kiss, I won't be loyal to you. I won't. That's just how I that's just how I'm wired. I mean, you know, I still may give you a chance for two or three or four or five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Whatever. But at the when I'm done, that's when you need to worry. Because when I'm done, I'm not there for you no more. I'm not. And I promise you I won't look back. I promise you I won't. But I don't know. I don't know. I guess, you know, like I, like, I don't want anyone to take away that I'm like bitter or upset or mad or jealous <clears throat> or anything like that. No, I still believe in love. I still believe, you know, that there's somebody out there for somebody. I believe in love at first sight. Do I believe it for me? Mm, nah, not really. But, you know, <laughs> I just like... For me, no, because I feel like I don't want to say this like I'm better than anyone, but I just feel like I'm cut from a different cloth because I never fit in with the norm or what society says a woman should look and act like and be like. I don't fit into that box. I'm going to always be outside the box when it comes to what a woman is supposed to look like or talk like or act like or whatever the case may be like even people putting women in this box like you know they're real materialistic and this things like that I don't fit in that box either because one thing about me one thing for sure two things for certain if I can't buy it I'm not gonna do it I don't want nobody doing nothing for me and the reason why I am like that is because I have my dad in my life if I need anything and I'm down to my last and I can't do nothing I'm gonna call my dad I'm not gonna depend on no man no until he's my husband maybe I'll bend a little bit I'll probably still be proud and just have to be you know taught to relax but nope I don't want no guy buying me nothing I don't want you spending your money on me when we go on dates like you pay for your stuff I'll pay for my stuff if I'm feeling generous I'll pay for your stuff too but other than that mm -mm. because one thing you're not gonna say about me is I want you for your money no Mm mm-mm I've had a lot of money and I've been all the way broke to where as though I don't know how I'm going to eat for the next two days. But one thing's for certain, two things for sure, I'm not going to beg no man for no money. I don't look for handouts. I don't look for none of that stuff because that's not me. That's not me. 
but that's another story but I'm on a healing journey and I guess this is probably like a healing series this season I don't know but I'm gonna keep you guys posted on everything you know what I'm saying and just know it's okay to be alone it's okay to sit in your feelings and feel them it's okay to go through the emotions because that's part of healing it's okay to cry because it's part of healing if you don't cry you keep it bottled up that's why you deal with depression that's why you deal with anxiety that's why you deal with aches and pains in your body because you're not letting it out you have to let it out if you don't let it out you're going to be stifled you won't grow I'm learning that for myself I'm not telling you nothing that I haven't went through or learned myself and I'm still learning to this day. And I feel like if I could just reach one person, then hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And baby, you got it. You got it. You're going to get through it because I got through it. And I know it's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's dark right now and hell is hot right now maybe in your life. But trust and believe, them dark times not going to last always. Because after storms and after the darkness and after everything... That sun going to shine. It may take a few days before it shine or maybe take a few months before it shine. But trust and believe it's going to shine. And when you see the light and you look back at what you just came through, it's going to it's a feeling like no other. You feel like you could conquer the world. What's next? Who? Get, what's next? You know what I'm saying? So just keep your head up, boo. You got this. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Trust and believe. It may not sound like it, but I'm right there with you. I'm healing each and every day, each and every way. I'm telling you I am. <laughs> okay? But, um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of, you know, taking a little glimpse in my life or whatever. Like, like I tell you, I'm an open book. I'm going to always keep it a gully with you. I'm going to tell you my experiences with what I went through because I feel like being real, you know what I'm saying, people can relate to that I don't got time to be fluffing nothing up or trying to make this big old whatever concert make it look make it look like what it ain't I don't got time to do all that at this point in life you either be real or you just shut up that's how I feel like I'm not about lying playing games and all that other stuff I'm gonna give you the real every time every time and if I don't know or if I'm wrong I am sure that I can be corrected and I know that I'll be corrected because you know what I'm saying I'm just really I'm just at that point in my life with like I just don't got time for anything else but um yeah I ain't gonna hold y'all any longer I appreciate each and every listener that tuned in for another episode of this black love this week yes it's Friday you know it's it's the 4th of July weekend I'm believing whatever the case i don't celebrate fourth of july that's not my holiday my holiday is juneteenth power to the people um but you know if you are just be safe out here you guys please use whatever you use responsibly <laughs> please don't be out here doing nothing crazy silly that gets you in jail or other places that you don't need to be be with family like even though if you don't celebrate um, July 4th or the 4th of July whatever the case you want Independence Day if you don't celebrate it or whatever you know just be mindful of what you do just think about spreading love and being with family and loved ones putting all the beef and stuff behind because you could beef another day but let's just show love to one another let's embrace one another because somebody needs a hug or somebody needs a smile or if you just say hey how you doing you never know that could change someone's day I know my mother she does that 
she speaks to everyone she always smiling you know what I'm saying like that's my mom and like sometimes we could just be examples like her and just hello even if they're like if they give you a mean look or a mean mug or whatever the case may be just stay high and smile you never know that may change their outlook on what's going on in their life because trust and believe everybody's going through this at these times everyone is going through not just you not just me but everyone whether they're happy sad indifferent whether they got all the money in the world whether they don't they're going through something so just be grateful for the time be grateful for the day and just be safe out here y'all i love y'all with every fiber of my being every bone in my body every beat of my heart i love each and every one of you yes i don't know you but i love you because it's real boo i swear to god it's real i swear to god it's real and i i won't say it if i don't mean it and i do love each and every one of you thank you so much for listening for tuning in you know i drop a new episode of this black love each and every friday at 2 p.m eastern standard time 1 p.m central standard time 12 p.m mountain time and 11 a.m on pacific time y'all i'm so pumped that i know that okay 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 anyway but um (laughs) thank you again for tuning in i will be speaking with y'all next week love you 